Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. As you know, we tape on Thursday, and it's beautiful. It's cool, cold, but the sun is shining. The sky is absolutely beautiful. The snow is melting, even though it's it's cold. And I love to hear that melting snow. I was in my um, office this morning, and I could hear it dripping, and I'm like, you know what? I know it's cold, but the sun is still doing its great job of... Um, melting snow and then last night um or actually it was early this morning i literally kind of woke up and i looked i was looking out my like from my bed i was looking out my front window and this big bright full moon was shining in my front room which you know you can't see in the summer because all the trees are full i mean you could see the light but i thought oh my word look at how beautiful that is and it was shining such light because it was a cool clear night obviously when their nights are clear it's colder and it was it was so beautiful and now we have this beautiful ball of sun in the sky today so hey it's a good day it is a good day it's It's good and we were in um and i celebrated the last two last weeks um the 21st as we talked about was sean's birthday and Mm -hmm. we were at my house we had a great great time last thursday night and this week we um went on saturday we drove into new york city and drove right to tommy's apartment got a parking spot right in the street went right in masked up went right in the lobby through the elevator to his apartment we ordered pizza And Tommy made a salad. We brought wonderful cakes from Carolyn, uh, from Mansour's. And we we had such a nice time. Randy Williams went with us. Sean met us there, um, Meyer and I, and Tommy. The first time we were in his apartment. And then after, before we left, we went up to the 32nd, which would be the 32nd floor. It's a... um, 31 floors and then the top they have a roof uh deck 
And so we went up there, and oh my God, Lynn, it was so beautiful. It was freezing, but it was so beautiful to look. And he's in the financial district, so the one side of the building you could see the new the world the new World Trade Center. It was. And so we took a picture there with Tommy and me. So I posted it on Facebook for my, I said, 37, 32 floors up on his 32nd. So it was um, <laughs> such a nice, we had such a blast. Um, it was, then so we got right in the car and went right home. And no it was traffic. a beautiful picture. It was a beautiful it, picture, I, the two of you. Yeah, we had, such a, Lynn, we had such a good time. Uh, it was, uh, it was just such a simple <laughs> little thing to do. There were five of us. But simple, safe, um, you know, no frills, but so much fun. Delicious pizza from this pizza place that I love in New York City that they delivered. Tommy made a fabulous salad because, of course, even whatever Tommy touches turns to gold. And um, and then we brought those. That was better than yours. Well, it, actually, it his dressing was fabulous. Yes, his uh. I, I, my salad dressing is great. He doesn't. He he goes, Mom. Just so you know, I just it's just lettuce and and uh, romaine lettuce and tomatoes. Like he didn't put all the stuff that I did, but it was so good. And the dressing itself, he used sherry vinegar. It was um, mm -hmm. it was really really good. He he just can do anything that kid. And so um, great. that and then the, the cake was delicious. I mean, we did a chocolate cake with chocolate Swiss meringue buttercream icing. Oh. with shaved chocolate on the top. Now that was wow. of course for the gluten that was for the, the those of those of whom can eat gluten. And then Sean yeah. and I brought a couple um it was so funny. Carolyn uh, Mansour's made um uh, Mary Kate did 12 cupcakes for me and they were vanilla cupcakes filled with custard and then a strawberry buttercream swirled icing. Okay, so mm. we we brought them. I had one, and Sean had one at Tommy's. And then Sean said he was going to his girlfriend's, um, who has two roommates. So he said, "Mom, can I bring four of those with me?" And I said, "Sure." So I gave him four. And then Tommy's like, uh, "Mom, do you think you could leave two for me to taste?" I said, "Absolutely." <laughs> well, I'm sitting down in the lobby after we left, and I'm waiting for them, you know, Meyer and Randy, to get the car. And you know, I was, I said, "I'll be right out" because I had to collect my things, and. I looked at the, the container with the cupcakes, and I'm like, why are there six in there? There should only be four. Like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. damn it, I forgot to leave him for Tommy. So I call, I call him on the cell phone. He goes, Mom, is everything all right? Because I, we just left. I said, um, Tom, I'm still in the lobby. I forgot to leave the cupcakes. And he goes, Mom, I know. I was wondering where they were. I said, well, <laughs> do you want to come down and get them? He goes, I'll be right down. Click. He came right down and carried them up on the elevator, one in each hand. He wasn't going to let that right. go, Lynn. He had to have that. <laughs> so anyway, it was funny. funny. And it was, everything was, it could not have been a more perfect, we had, we just had a blast. So, um, yeah, it was all good. That's nice. That's nice that you were able to and then have of course, that kind of a time with your son. It's wonderful. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, he's finally close. It's been so many years because he's been yeah. on the west coast for so many i haven't had any haven't been able to be with them you know near his or on his birthday and um it was just you know sean i sometimes can do because he's never really he's always been on the east coast so we can try to get there or not but you know this but both of them were home or T sean was home and we got to go to tommy so it was um yeah we had a i love his apartment it, it's very nice. It's small, uh, you know. It's small, but it's it's very well appointed. So um, good. 
it was just a nice, Good. but Lynn, it's so weird to be in New York City and not see people. I know. You know, I, know. I mean, you saw some people and what you did see are delivery people on bikes all over the place. Because yeah. I, while I waited in that lobby a couple minutes, I can't tell you how many delivery people walked through the front lobby. Yep. That's it's the way amazing. it is there. I know. Well, it's that way everywhere, really. There's no one's going anywhere. Well, but um, yeah. anyway, the city's beautiful. The lights are great. Everything looked, you know, we went through the Holland Tunnel, and it was um, it was quick and, and it was good. So, like it. Well, do you want to take a quiz? Well, sure. <laughs> okay. Let's, we'll get this started, and then we'll probably have to finish up in the next segment. But this is one that is called What's Your Investment IQ? And this is on Did my I take new that website. Before? No, this is new. You have never taken this one before. Maybe it was called that, but this is a completely different one. But it's on my new website, which is lynnsevans.com. And I would love if people would go on there and make some comments about whether they like it or don't like it, but it's new. So this is the, the quiz. Uh, number one, when a company goes bankrupt, who gets paid first? Preferred stockholders, bond owners, secured creditors, or suppliers and contractors? I, I have no idea, so, but I'll say the stockholders. The preferred stockholders is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. And the answer yeah. is actually it's the secured creditors because oh. that's the point. It's secured by something, so they get paid. Okay. okay. All right, the next one. I always think creditors don't ever get paid for anything until last minute, so that's that's why I didn't yeah. even look at those those people. But okay, go ahead. Which of the below is one difference between an open-ended mutual fund and an exchange-traded fund? Active management pools many investors' savings. Portfolios hold many individual securities or shares trade throughout the day? I have no idea. Um, absolutely zero, because I, okay. I know very little about it's, this stuff. But shares but, actually do trade during the day. Okay. Uh, like mutual fund shares, they only trade at the value of the close. But you can share, you can, um, you can sell shares of an exchange-traded fund like a stock anytime during the trading day at whatever price. That's a big difference. Okay. Okay. If you believe interest rates will increase, what should you consider doing? Sell stock holdings, sell long-term bonds, buy long-term bonds, or buy gold. <laughs> I have no idea. 
to you. I, I know that usually the rule of thumb is when the stock market's high, bonds are low. But from what I understand, everything was was high lately. And maybe I'm off on that, but that's what I thought I heard, which didn't make much sense to me. And I know I don't know anything about gold. I mean, I know it can be expensive, but I, I don't. I have no idea. So I'll because the interest rates would mean. Um, you know, if, if you're talking about any type of interest rate, things are going to go up. So um, that would mean savings as well. So um, what was the first one? The first one is, uh, well, first, let me just put reposition this. Interest rates are going to increase. Yeah. So what should you, what should you be doing? Sell stock holdings, sell long-term bonds, buy long-term bonds, or buy gold. I don't know. Buy long-term bonds. I don't know. It's actually sell them. Oh, the reason why? you want to sell them is because they're going to lose their value if new ones come out at higher interest rates. Okay. People people don't want them if, you know, they, in other words, if you have a bond that's paying two and a half percent and the new ones are coming out of three, why would you want to? Why would anybody want to buy your two and a half when they can go out there and buy it? I don't know, but I, so. I, honest to God, when I tell you, I am so, this is one area that I am not versed in at all. So I, I just well, go along okay. with what, yeah, I know nothing, but go ahead. All right. A convertible bond is oh, God. a bond that can be converted into shares of a company's stock, a bond without a roof on the interest rate. A bond that can be converted to cash or a bond that pays no interest but converts to stock. Uh, so let me read them again. A convertible bond is a bond that be, can be converted into shares of a company's stock. A bond without a roof on the interest rate it can pay. A bond that can be converted to cash or a bond that pays no interest but converts to stock. A. You're right. It's a bond uh, that oh. can be converted into shares of stock. And you know you what go. the price is going to be. So ahead of time, you can say, if the stock is you know, below that price, you say, well, I don't want to buy it. But if the stock is going up and you can buy it at a lower price, you've already made a, a deal. All right, yeah, so, so ding, 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 yeah. ding. Go ahead. <laughs> one, quest, one more question, and we'll have to take a break. The U.S. gross domestic product, the GDP, is a measure of the total value of the economy's assets, the dollar value of the output of all publicly traded companies, the annual aggregate output of the manufacturing and mining sectors, or the monetary value of all services and goods produced? Um, I have no idea. Um, it's the last and I one. really do know. I, I, Lynn, so, I went and finished my thoughts. <laughs> I, I was going to say, really it, no, no, no. I was going to say, I really don't know because I'm not, I, I'm, it, I know what it means, but I don't know the exact meaning, so to speak. I can get, get yes. and I was going to say A or D. So I, and then I didn't know which one D. I was going to go to. So it is D. D. Okay. D is good. And on that note, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show. 
Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. We're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of the company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm that uh, specifically helps baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and several others. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business and looking rather dumb at this point. So, uh, oh. <laughs> Lynn, I said, I said, full disclosure, when we took a break, I said, Lynn, I don't like this. I know I, I don't, I'm risk looking dumb here. And she said, well, no, maybe people will realize they should know this stuff. And I'm thinking, yeah, right. I don't even remember anything you told me from the beginning of the questioning, but go ahead. All right, there's only 10 <laughs> questions. We're on, we're on number six. Okay. Oh, God. Selling short. Selling short means selling shares before they reach their peak price, selling borrowed shares of a company, selling shares of a stock you already own, or selling shares in the aftermarket. 
I know the answer to this, but I don't. Um, and I should know it. Um, I don't know. Say them again. Selling shares before they reach their peak price. Selling borrowed shares of a company. Selling shares of the stock you already own. Or selling shares in the aftermarket. I'd say A. Uh, it's actually B. Um, selling borrowed B? shares. B. You actually oh, borrow shares do I know from that? people and sell them and whatever. Okay. Oh, boy. Number seven. An annuity that is purchased with a single lump sum and provides income within a year of purchase is an index annuity, an immediate annuity, fixed rate annuity, or a variable annuity? I have absolutely no idea because you tell me to pay no attention to annuities because you hate them. So, um, <laughs> correct or not? Yeah. Yeah, so I would say um, an immediate annuity. And you're right. You're there right. you go. That wasn't hard that's to it. figure out. <laughs> no, that's what I said. It's pretty, pretty yeah. explicit. Okay. Yeah. The Federal Open Market Committee, FOMC, otherwise referred to as the Fed, regularly assesses the economy and its monetary policy. How often do they meet each year? Uh, Once about every six weeks, monthly, quarterly, or semi-annually? I, I'm going to say quarterly. I got this one wrong, too, just so you know. I thought what it was is monthly. It? It's every six weeks. Wow. About everything. Well, that would make sense. That would make sense. Why? I don't know. I just think the more I think, I think people should meet more than they do. I think you need to be on top of things, especially now. Yeah. Well, I. I but I would say it was. I was thinking. I, I was thinking it would have to be at least quarterly. But I. I don't. I'm. I could be wrong. Anyway, go ahead. You are permitted to change from one 529 college savings plan oh, to God. another plan how often? Once in a lifetime, as often as you like, once every 12 months, just five times over the life of the beneficiary. I have no idea because I've never had that. Um, I would assume, because there's tax benefits, right, to all these things, um, yes. I um, I don't know. Um, you said, say them again? Once in a lifetime, as often as you like, once every 12 months, or just five oh, times over the life of the beneficiary. Well, I would like to say, even though... Child. Right, I get it. I would like to say it because I, uh, it's, I don't know the answer, but I would like to say because I would want it to be whenever the hell I want. So that's when I would like it to be. <laughs> that was, I don't see as whenever the hell you want it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's almost there. It's not an option. <laughs> not an option. Um, but actually, the answer is once every 12 months. Okay. That's how often you can change it. Okay, and the last okay. question, and we're going to have to get a drum. Oh, God. Here. 
investing in overseas markets involves oh, risk that investing in domestic markets does not. Identify one of those risks. First one, international stocks move on news from around the world. Second one, the time difference can lead to unanticipated pricing discrepancies. Third one, stocks are traded on different exchanges. And the fourth one, currency fluctuations can affect investment returns. I don't know. I'll do four. You're right. Even though I think they all, yeah, all good. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay, um, so good. What did I get? Three out of seven? God. Um, well, I put in the right answer, so. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel I, I failed miserably. Four. I think you got four. No, I got three. Okay. You would know that. That's probably true. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, yeah. That's, it, it's just fun. So, if you have a, an opportunity, go to lynnsevens.com and, um, and the resource center and, and check it out. See what you what your answers are. I'd like to do that one on a regular basis. I, I'd like them to change it. And you know, I have a, a a group of people called the SMG Suite. They're the ones that designed the, the the website. They did all this stuff and they provide all that content. So I would love it if they would do that more often. You know, and switch it around because I think people love to take quizzes you know they just yeah like, but I know only you, you only want to take a quiz yeah but i only like uh, taking quizzes on things i know <laughs> of course because you want to ace it <laughs> well no 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 but i mean i don't i mean i take quizzes all the time i love trivia i love all that but like do. meaning 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 I, how i mean that is I want to take a quiz on something I have some knowledge about that maybe I'm not going to get them all right, but I have a, a basic knowledge of what we're asking. I don't know. Really? I don't know anything or next to nothing. I don't want to say anything, but I know little about all those things. Very little. I don't know how many yeah. people do, but I just don't. It doesn't, it doesn't interest me, so to speak. So if it doesn't interest me, I don't know. I might know a little tidy bit, but... That's all I'm saying. I prefer to take a quiz on something that I have some basic understanding of. That's the, the word, understanding. I don't understand the stock market a lot of times. Well, that's fair. That's fine. You know what I mean? That's all. And then, yeah. I mean, the stock market, And I mean, you have a general uh, overview of what it is. But, you know, all those little things. I don't know all those things. So, okay. you know, it is good, though, because it forces you to learn or to understand them a little bit better. So that's a good thing. All right. One thing I, I wanted to uh, throw out here. We, we have talked over the course of the coronavirus business since last March about some of the changes that have been made to Social Security, Medicare, all that kind of stuff, all, all part of those acts that were passed by Congress. But there's, there's one here that I don't think a lot of people realize, and that is um, Social Security. Because somehow there's a, there's a myth, a rumor out there, so to speak, that because of COVID and because of people, so many people now applying for Social Security, because they lost their jobs and they figure I can get it, so I might as well take it. 
there is this uh, fear that we're going to run out of money and that what's going to happen is that Congress is going to radically cut benefits. I just want to throw this out there that there's no talk at this point of doing that. There's going to be some changes to Social Security taxes and how we have to pay for Social Security. But as far as the benefits are concerned, like I've said before, it's extremely, extremely difficult for Congress to do anything to change existing people who have already got started to receive benefits. They call it grandfathering. So that if you started to receive a benefit and you are into the system, they rarely go back to those people and change the benefits but they will change them for any people going forward who have not at this point filed for the benefits. So this, uh, there's a, an article that was in the November AARP bulletin that spoke to a guy named Tom, and I don't know how you pronounce it, it's Margano or Margino. He's a 32 year veteran of the Social Security Administration. He, he said his readers, number one question by far this year are, should they rush to collect benefits before COVID-19 forces the program to slash payouts? Here's his response to that and other common concerns. Not anytime soon. There is no question that Social Security will need to be addressed, not because of the coronavirus, but rather because of the demographic virus wrought by aging boomers. When changes inevitably come to Social Security that might involve reduced future benefits, they will likely be phased in over a long period of time, just like the last major reduction that occurred in 1983. That's when they moved the retirement age from 65 to 67. And that change won't be fully implemented until 2027. That's more than 40 years after they did it. So, no fear. The side effects of the coronavirus have left me unable to work. If you're under your full retirement age, think seriously about filing for Social Security disability benefits. There are two huge advantages to collecting. First, a disability benefit pays the same as full retirement age benefits. And secondly, you get Medicare coverage two years after your, your disability checks start. That's a big benefit for a lot of people. And because I've been laid off, the reduced earnings on my Social Security record will lower my Social Security benefits. The problem may be smaller than you think. A few years near the end of your career with lower or even no earnings will have a minimal effect on your eventual retirement benefit. If you're still concerned, go to ssa.gov, click on the Retirement Estimator link, plug in different earnings patterns, and find out what you can expect. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back with our guest expert, Dina Hughes from Fidelity Bank. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of the Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, 
Stitcher and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and nonprofit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. Universal Printing started out in Northeast Pennsylvania in June of 1995. Since that time, we have grown to 155 employees. What we do, we're a document solutions business. We do printing. We have an IT department on site. There's computer programmers, developers, production people. So all of our IT is done in-house. The nature of our business is it is very capital intensive. What we continue to do is adapt to the needs of our customers. And in order to do that, we have to continue to invest in the best state-of-the-art equipment that's out there. And we can do that with the support of Fidelity Bank. Fidelity allows us to play on a playing field that we could never have played on if we didn't have the support of a strong local bank that believed in us. They're not just saying they support the community, they're doing it. And we feel really blessed to have a partner in Fidelity Bank. Laurie and Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden. I'm the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. And I'm Lynn Evans. I am Managing Director and Financial Planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a company that is designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and several others. And our special guest today, who is our guest expert, is Dina Hughes from Fidelity Bank, who is, she's going to, she said she has two hats to wear today. She is normally, outside of the craziness of COVID. She is a business services specialist. But for right now, one of her biggest roles is that she is the PPP coordinator. So we're going to talk about what that is and and how it works. And and welcome, Dina. Hello, ladies. Thank you for having me. Hi, Dina. So 
Let's talk about that. Before uh, we started uh, the program, we were talking about some things off air, and, and I said that uh, when I was writing down what it was that she was the coordinator of, both of these terms are used so much. Well, we have a whole new language of things around COVID now, you know. Yeah, social distancing didn't even exist before. But this one, PPP and PPE, and they sound very similar. So what does PPP stand for? So PPP is the acronym for uh, the Paycheck Protection Program. And what that is, is in April of 2020, uh, the CARES Act, the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Securities Act, was uh, passed by Congress. And that was to provide immediate assistance to uh, businesses that were affected by the COVID-19 emergency. So this program allows the SBA, the Small Business Administration, to temporarily guarantee loans to these businesses through local financial institutions like us. And when you apply for loan, what are the eligibility requirements? Yes. So there's a few. <laughs> so this is this is the second round right now that's going on for the PPP. The first round was in the spring of last year. So now uh, the second round has begun, um, and so applications are being accepted currently. Um, the criteria for your eligibility: uh, borrowers who received a loan on the first time are can apply on the second time, and that's fine. Um, their business must still be in business. They cannot be in bankruptcy. Um, they can be temporarily closed or have been suspended the business, but they just can't be permanently closed. Um, they have to have used their first full amount of their PPP loan proceeds in full. Um, their employees have to be at least 300 or less. So they changed a few things with regards to, from the first round to the second round to make it more targeted. Um, and the main uh, characteristic that you have to have in order to qualify is that you have to demonstrate you've had at least a 25% reduction in your gross receipts between 2019 and 2020 in a quarter over a quarter. So in other words, most people saw the most reduction in their revenue the second quarter of 2020 due to all of the shutdowns that occurred. And so if you look back then and compare your second quarter 2020 to your second quarter 2019, as long as you had at least a 25% reduction there, you can apply for the PPP. If for any reason you don't have a quarter over quarter reduction, you can do year over year. So you can do 2020 compared to 2019 and have a 25% reduction as well. So there's a couple of different characteristics that you have to meet in order to qualify, but the application process is super easy um, and it's available right through our website and we have an online portal. We have a webinar that you can watch, that you can learn all about it before you go through the process, but we, we want to make sure that um, we make it easy for our uh, clients to be able to complete that process. Dina, how have... Um how have your customers been responding to the second round? And, and do you feel that you're going to lose a lot of people uh, eligible last time that because of this 25% loss, um, even though they've been working hard to keep their, their um, you know, they're in their, their uh, business going and doing what they need to do, they, they do not now 
qualified because they don't have an actual loss that shows that. Do you, how, how, is, how is that going? Like, how are they receiving all that, your, your customers? Yes. So with that criteria, that was as per, per the SBA. So the banks have to follow right. that uh, directive. So we are limited right. to, uh, you know, exceptions. But um, I have to say from interacting with a majority of the clients who are navigating the portal, because we're taking calls, uh, like a kind of a, a hotline a number for people with questions, majority of the people meet those requirements. And so I think that for the majority of the people who want to get PPP, they're going to be eligible. There may still be, yes, a few people out there, unfortunately, that they may not qualify. They may not necessarily be doing their business per se on the books all the way, so they don't have the documentation to prove things, or just that they don't have, um, they're very small business and they may not, um, you know, necessarily have uh, financial statements or um, and something to prove that. We're taking bank statements. So we're taking, we're, we're allowing the customers to utilize different tools to show their revenue reduction, even if they don't have them themselves um, or if their business is very small and they don't have those tools available to them. So we're working with those businesses to try to make sure they can apply, but there's other solutions. I mean, we can, of course, this, this is a, a, a program from the SBA itself. If customers can qualify for a regular type business loan through the bank outside of the PPP program, we'll try to assist them with that as well. So we're going to try to find other solutions for them to find funding, to find capital, whether it be, you know, applying for a business credit card or another small business loan with us directly. Um, we're going to try to make sure we, we direct them accordingly if they, for any reason, can't qualify for PPP. But I have to say the first time we were the, the number one PPP loan originator in Lackawanna County. Fidelity Bank. Wow. And so we wow, did that's help. Great. Yeah, and we did help about just over 1,500 clients, and it was about $160 million in PPP loans that were extended in the round one. So that 87% of those were $150,000 or less, their loan amounts, Ooh. which in terms of, of people in Lackawanna County and throughout the Luzerne County, Northampton County, where we have branches, that's over 36,000 employees who were impacted just by our PPP loans that we were able to extend to those business owners. So that's, wow. when you think about the impact to our community, that's huge. So those yes, people you know, were able to keep their jobs, get some payroll, um, keep their businesses open. So we're hoping that we can do at least the same this second round, um, if not more. So, Christina, do you have a situation where people are looking for this money for something other than payroll, even though it is about payroll? Can you use it for other things? Yes. Right. So there are, uh, yes, there are people who this time around, um, there are other criteria that you can use it for as opposed to just payroll. And so they did incorporate some of that into this second round. Um, a majority of it still needs to be used for payroll, though. So 60% of the funds you receive have to go towards payroll costs. But the other things you can use the funds for are operating costs, like your mortgage, your rent, your utilities, um, 
property damage. So if you received any sort of property damage as a result of protests or disturbances in 2020 and they were not covered by your insurance, the funds can be used towards that. Um, if you are paying a supplier uh, to cover your purchase orders, um, you can use money towards that as well. Or if you need to purchase personal protective equipment, PPE, <laughs> there's that other acronym. So, so if you need to do mitigations to have your workspace safe, you need to put up some, you know, um, plexiglass dividers, purchase gloves, purchase masks, get different things for your staff so that they stay safe through this whole process. You can use some of those funds. It, they are eligible to be used for that. Um, and so as long as you, again, use at least 60% of the funds for payroll, these other types of um, criteria do also qualify for forgiveness, which is the second part of PPP that these people then from the first round and the second round will need to file for forgiveness from the SBA in order to have these loans wiped out so they don't have to pay them back and they would not be, um, uh, you know, worrying about any sort of uh, payments afterwards. And that well, really begs the second question about um, the PPEs, uh, PPPs. <laughs> Sorry, the PPP and their repayment. Uh, I my concern is that a lot of the people, business owners, I should say, who are applying for this money, are businesses that still at this point have no idea if they will ever get back to full capacity, like restaurants. Mm. So, what do you, what to do in a case like that where? You really don't know uh, if you can hire back any people or if you'll be able to get to that that 100% type of uh, situation where you were before COVID. How do you know how much money you're going to need? It's it's definitely a tough time, especially for restaurants. And, and this round of PPP, the government understood a little bit more uh, the effect it was having on those small businesses. And so they tailored this round to specifically target specific businesses. So, for example, just like you said, restaurants, the regular businesses out there are allowed to borrow up to two and a half uh, times their average monthly payroll. So that's how they figure out how much they okay. get. But for those people who are in the restaurant hospitality industry, they are allowing them that they can then borrow additionally three and a half times their average monthly payroll. So they're realizing that the restaurant industry is in a, a deeper uh, need than some of the other businesses right now. And so they're, they're recognizing that and incorporating that into this program. I don't believe okay. that this is going to be our last PPP. I definitely see that we'll probably have another round maybe in the summer um, because, unfortunately, we're not all going to be vaccinated by then. And so this yeah. is, they're going to need to extend that help, I think, further. And I hope that, that Congress doesn't delay on that because these businesses need it. So, One other quick question I have for you. You mentioned that you have a website um, that yes. has a, a link for the application. And this yes. is... I think an important piece. Do you have to be a client of Fidelity Bank in order to do this on your website or can anybody do it? So uh, anyone can, uh, within our local service area, 
anyone can apply to Fidelity Bank for a PPP. As part of the PPP approval program, we will ask that you open a checking account with us only because we need some place to put the money once you get approved. So yeah. in that respect, we hope you become a customer of the bank and see the other advantages to being part of Fidelity. Um, but yes, our website, bankatfidelity.com, it's the word at AT, not the symbol. Um, right on our homepage, on the main banner right at the top, start you off with our PPP program, easy to find. If you're doing a loan application, if you're doing a forgiveness application, or if you'd just like to learn more, we have two webinars on there. One, how to do your forgiveness and one how to do your second round PPP that are great webinars to watch. But otherwise, you get on the portal, you create a login, and it walks you right through step-by-step step how to complete both of these applications. And if you have any questions, we have a dedicated hotline. That's where I'm part of right now, working as the coordinator. We have a dedicated phone number and email address on our website that they tell you you can call for your questions. And of course, then our customer care, they're available as well uh, during the evenings and the weekends. But we're here to help. Well, Dina, okay. thank you. You you did a great job and very informative. And Dina, by the way, you're very quick. You get your answers. You have your you're excellent. So thank you for joining us today. You're wonderful. <laughs> well, so, thank you, ladies. We I enjoyed myself. I love coming on your show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we will. We please spread that around, Dina. Will you please thank you? <laughs> and then we'll see you. We'll see everybody next. Week. Thank you again for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe.